0: hey everyone and welcome to timeline scavengers the podcast literally designed to last forever i'm james anderson and i'm literally
1: colin on this show we're literally going through the mcu specifically
0: specifically specifically the
1: mcu uh going in historical order literally scene by scene until the literal or metaphorical end of time
0: Listen, I am not your quartered red potatoes. You do not need to roast me. All right, let's... Uh...
1: <laughs> That's a joke from like off air, which I think is very funny. Uh, you know, I, I love that we're like, well, I mean, obviously things things could change the number here, but we're like 20 episodes in and we finally have our first inside joke. All right, folks, hit the confetti, hit the banner. Like, you know, we're there. We've made it as a podcast.
0: Hey, we, uh, another, hey, you can you can reload the confetti and, and furl up the banner, because we also have another milestone we can celebrate. Oh, yeah, what's that? New show!
1: New show! Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba!
0: Agent Carter. So- <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode that we're going to be talking about Agent Carter. Um, and uh, we're recording this on June 27th, and we're covering the year 1920. The next episode... Um, I think uh, six. No, the next four episodes that we cover from Agent Carter are going to be all from the same episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season two, episode four, called "Smoke and Mirrors." Uh, it debuted on February second, twenty sixteen. Uh, for nineteen twenty, you're going to start at minute six thirty two, and you're going to end at minute eight forty three. A uh, couple of uh, couple of informations. That's how <laughs> I say that. A little bit of information about uh, "Smoke and Mirrors," the episode. It was directed by David Platt. Mm. Who uh, directed two episodes of Agent Carter, 54 episodes of SVU, five episodes of House, 29 episodes of Law and Order Original Recipe, three episodes of Criminal Intent. So he's a Law and Order dude. And also, he was the boom operator for Friday the 13th, part two. Interesting.
1: Okay. Kind of an interesting leap, if you ask me. Like, I mean, I'm Mm. assuming there's probably some other stuff in there, but like, my headcanon is that, like, he was such a good bo- or he was such a bad boom operator that yeah. they were like can we give you literally any other job and he's like i mean i've always wanted to try my hand at directing and they're like fuck it give him one episode and then they're like
0: oh shit fine whatever he's actually really this, good at this Yeah, give him 28 this new show more episodes on not going to go anywhere yeah
1: like give him 28 more episodes of uh, of svu or whatever show had 29 svu was like 50 some which is crazy
0: 54 episodes of svu yeah i
1: mean i understand that yeah. svu has been around for like 3 centuries now um I mean decades, yeah. whatever. Same difference, right? Is that, I mean, difference, at least that's yeah. what it feels like. Uh
0: Timeline scavengers. We don't we we just equate decade, decades and call them decades and centuries or centuries.
1: What if um, cicadas were pronounced the way that we say decades? So they were just like uh cicades.
0: Cicades. Yeah.
1: And you're like, <laughs> I hate this. Or the other way around, uh decadas. Uh for, right. for de- time. De- yeah. I've gotten really off the decades. tangent. So uh no, I was just gonna say, like, I I think that's cool though that like They've got a lot of, like, procedural um, mm-hmm. stuff, which, I mean, although this isn't necessarily procedural, this is still kind of, like, both of them are, like, you know, very cop-type.
0: Hey, yeah, for sure. Agent Carter, I mean, not well, not until next, probably 2022 when we release episodes about Agent Carter, quote-unquote, present day. Right. Then you're going to see a very sort of procedural-ish, detective-ish sort of show that yeah, a law and order director yes, would I'm make saying, sense it's, for it's
1: very much like i mean it's not like as funny as brooklyn 99, but i mean like it is very much like it's procedural but it's not so in the weeds that you have to know every yeah. cop
0: handbook exactly. thing yeah
1: uh but also right. because it's like it's a little bit more like fbi style too like secret yeah, like x-files exactly. almost
0: mm-hmm. um
1: it kind of combines yeah. a few of those sort of genres and feels and then uh, gives you just like fun stuff where they're like, ah, yes, a very traditional thing to have happen. Uh, we're going to take down a, you know, a scientist that's put that body inside of a robot. And you're like, ah, yes, because every cop has to do that at some point in their career. What are you talking about? Anyway, I love comic book stuff.
0: Sam Waterston uh, really didn't want to do that episode against the robot, but they made him. Uh, it was a weird episode of Law and Order, but, uh, you know, you got to do it. So um, this episode was written by Sue Chung. Uh, who uh, ended up writing 10 episodes of Agent Carter. And she also wrote one episode of Gotham. And she was the story editor for 20 episodes of Gotham. So, uh, I mean, again, and as with all things, I try and sort of cherry pick the comic book uh, slash a little bit of maybe nerd culture slash a little bit of kind of James culture. Sure. A little bit uh, stuff out of them. These are all in part, unless I say... Their filmography is literally this, this, and this. All right. So, um, so what happens in this, in this scene? It's 1920. We're in Oklahoma again. Welcome back.
1: Whoa. Going back to Oklahoma. This is our first, like, repeat place. New Orleans has been in. Oh, Yeah sorry wow that's embarrassing because we literally just recorded that episode where I was like this is our fourth time here I was like wow is this our first like repeat city in America kind of thing and James was like Hey bud, you've done 3 of the 4 and I was like oh,
0: that's <laughs> I had to not think good. about it though.
1: Yeah, I mean so... that that already shows again, we're, we've only recorded like 20 episodes total essentially right. at this point. The fact that I already cannot keep together some of the simpler facts <laughs> is not a good sign. Like when we hit like episode 2000, my brain is not going to be able to comprehend anything. I'll be like Captain America, he's the one in the iron suit, right? And you're like you mean he's the iron, iron Man, Man right? right? And you're like, oh, no, I think that's Tony Stark. You're like, yes, I don't... Where's your confusion? I'm like, well, he's got an iron shield. Oh, Colin, this Stark is... smash. Like, this is so far off base for how correct this is. We need to... <laughs> you need to see a doctor.
0: <laughs> anyway. Doctor Strange? Um, okay. okay, so... Yeah. Um, so here's... So we're in... Um, this time we're in Broxton, Oklahoma, and we're going to come back to Broxton. Uh, but... Here's a synopsis of what happens. We meet Ag- meet Agnes Cully. She Agnes. is a little girl and she yeah. is fixing a radio. Um, she's mm-hmm. fixing a radio and she's writing stuff down and I can't really figure out what she might be writing down because it looks like she's repairing it. Maybe she's saying I did this and that fixed it or whatever, that would actually make sense. So, yeah,
1: like some some, some her, sort of like experiment log almost, um, but like she's repairing the radio, right? But I mean, it, here's, here's here's what I'm sort of assuming, right? Is like is if you've never repaired something before, right? Yeah, uh, it's okay. Actually, no, you know what? I, I I this this might actually be what she's doing because I've 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 just realized this is I've worked on projects before where I had a lot to do, but I wasn't exactly sure of where to start. So sometimes yeah. I would write down some of the changes that I made in case I got to the end and something still didn't work. Then I would go back right. to some of my earlier stuff and say, yeah. maybe this was not the right thing to do. So then I undo something that I did to see. So it might just be sort of like essentially um, writing down to make sure that she's keeping track of all of the changes so that like it might be mostly correct, but there might be still one thing to fix. Um, right but also you know it also could just be like a little bit about like writing down her understandings of the mechanics of the thing um, not right. quite blueprints but like you know essentially saying okay so this piece with inside the radio does that so that means that if, right. if I run into this issue I should fix this you know so keeping notes to to, to to know what to look for in the future as well because um, I, I don't think she draws but I feel like she at some point draws blueprints for something doesn't she
0: she, yeah, seem, she, she like schematics for things. Yeah. For sure.
1: So I, I wonder if, um, if the notes are essentially to help guide those as well.
0: Right. So yeah, it could be like um procedural, like I did this to fix this, like to sort of a a, a um a string of uh, you know, a string to lead you back out of the right. labyrinth if you need to start over whatever. Or like, oh that's interesting. I did this and that made the whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, like so, this
1: didn't fix that, but it did do this interesting yeah, thing. So we could exactly. experiment with blank. Yeah, that's oh, that's cool. Right. I like that.
0: Signaled the Cree. All right, so um what? <laughs> all right, so seventy years. So from she's now. fixing this radio, and her mom comes in. Her mom's name is Wilma,
1: hmm.
0: and her mom's like, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" And she's like fixing the radio because you've been complaining about the radio not working. So I'm fixing it. It's fixed. Look, and she turns it on. Um, so then Wilma says, "Hey, your uncle Bud, get all this stuff cleaned cleaned up. Your uncle Bud's gonna be here any minute." And then she's like hey be be nice to Uncle Bud and uh Agnes I'm paraphrasing says boy but Uncle Bud sure does suck. Um so Bud comes in and oof boy does he suck.
1: Yeah, he's um, I wrote,
0: grating. Bud comes in and he's real gross. It's clear that his relationship with Wilma is dot 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 perhaps more than a little transactional.
1: I want to point out it feels, that it's very
0: weird because of that, that they call him uncle, right? You know what I mean? Like he's not, he's not the brother of Wilma's mother or it's okay. He's certainly thing. not. It's, Wilma's brother. It's
1: very clear what they're doing and what's happening. Right.
0: Yeah. But
1: it's this thing of like, it feels like they call him uncle bud To like throw the child off the scent, who is also clearly much smarter than both of them combined. So like she clearly also knows what's happening. And they're like, oh, we're just gonna go hang out and like catch up, but don't come, you know, knocking. Like, like we're like, you Uh know, we're we're talking about adult stuff. No, you're doing you're doing adult stuff,
0: but like not. not, Don't come knocking. The adults are talking.
1: Yeah, exactly. If if the with the
0: locked door, if the
1: floorboards are rocking. Sorry, that's probably not great, um, <laughs> but I mean that it is. Right. It is pretty much that, yeah.
0: It's yeah. It's yeah. So clearly not not anyone's uncle, but sort of like a you get kind of like a rich uncle, like a benefactor. Yes, I'm not sure how much I want to use the word like sugar daddy kind of deal.
1: To me, like there was a brief moment where like again you're, you're trying to sort of see what that relationship is like. Yeah, I was yeah. a little concerned that perhaps it was a little bit of like you know.
0: Like sex work or something yeah
1: not and again not that that's necessarily yeah. bad but i mean i'm just saying like no
0: no no you yeah. know
1: um that like it, it it, back then sex work i think i mean it's still not necessarily safe now but i think sex sure. work back then was much more like dangerous and much more uh capable of getting someone into like trouble and and like right then you're know, having a kid in the house and like not knowing what that man's gonna do you know it's very yeah. conflicting um, but I, I yeah. think that because of the way the conversation goes, I think it is a sugar daddy situation. That woman is
0: trying to convince herself it isn't that it's like we we love him, he's good to us, he takes care of us, right? Exactly. He definitely looks like he's um, you know in another alternate universe, he would be forbidding his uh, his absolutely. From That's
1: so. I mean, um, like it's really funny that you said that because like when I saw him, I was like, <laughs> he. Lo- what's funny is that he looks like normally the kind of character that would be, standing in a church. Uh, like saying how much he hates that that mom is doing that kind of behavior, you know what I mean like so it's very funny that he's right. like, I mean, yeah. but obviously those same sorts of people frequently then do that, so it that probably mm. is what he's doing is he's probably uh-huh. doing that. And then in church on yeah. Sunday is like, you know, we've got people yeah. gallivanting around and, and doing all sorts of dirty deeds in this town. And it's inappropriate. And then he goes home <laughs> on Sunday. He's like, all right, now I'm here for the for the homemade dinner. Yeah, it's like it's like, uh-huh, I'm sure i to are. go gallivanting Nothing's on the stove anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he comes in and is like predatory. Yes. Like it feels like the Foley work. I'm going to go really niche for a second. Sure. And we don't need to dwell on this very much. The Foley work when he slaps Wilma's butt mm-hmm. is troubling and authentic. Yes, I mean it's, it's
1: a. I mean it's like <laughs> it's a. I don't know how to how else to say this. It's a mighty slap.
0: It and but it doesn't feel like. It feels like he m- missed. Like it feels <laughs> like there's not a lot of.
1: Well, here's the thing. She's not like okay. I'm not. Sure, I'm not judging right. anyone. I'm just saying there's not like a no. lot of meat on her bones. Sure. It sounds like he's used to like hitting more, and it's like instead of hitting. Okay, think of it like this: instead of hitting like a water balloon, right? Yeah. Which is you know filled and it it has some jiggle to it. Instead, you're walking up to like um, a small.
0: Like it feels like a steak, frankly. Yeah, like like
1: like a like a like a, thinner of a water balloon, piece it's just of meat, a raw
0: steak. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: You know. Instead of hitting like instead of hitting a whole cow, you're hitting just yeah. like just a cut of meat like and it's like yeah. there's not and, a lot to hit.
0: Which is not to say like there's no again, like you said, no body judgments. It no. just made me feel gross. Like it felt right. like abuse is so close to what that
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: It it just I was like, "Ugh." So then he turns and looks at Aggie, Agnes, goes by Aggie. Yeah. And you like I was just like, get out, get out mm-hmm. of there. Get out, get out, get out. Leave. So then he comes over and um, turns on construction worker and is like, and she's sort of scowling at him. And he says the classic line, if you're not careful, your face will stick like that, followed up by the next classic line, I bet you're real pretty when you smile. Oh,
1: yeah. And he it's says, so gross.
0: why don't you smile for Uncle Bud? And she's for your Uncle Bud. And he and she says, because I'm thinking, which I was like, woo, hell yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> why?
1: I also like that because to me, it's it is half of the true sentence. If that makes yeah. sense. So it's like, because I'm thinking. And then, you know, I'm pointing <laughs> to my head right now right. in her head. She's saying of how much I hate you. You right, know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's like, I mean, sure, she's thinking because she's doing all this experimenting, but right. like really she's like, oh, I can't smile because I'm thinking about how much I want to fucking throw you out that right. window, you know?
0: I guess that also is a little bit like, uh, it's kind of Agnes at at an age of like nine or whatever is placing a little bit of a judgment on like smiling, like kind of like a vapid smiling mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm smiling because I'm thinking, and if I was, I'm not smiling because I'm thinking. If I was smiling, it would mean that I have nothing going on inside, to worry like about
1: right, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think which I think isn't what she thinks, but it's sort of a dig at mom. I think.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um. So then, <laughs> then she and then he's like, "Come on, give us a smile." And in the background, out of focus, you see the mom giving like that beauty pageant yeah come on
1: yes like come smile. on smile can... it's like, like so patronizing like to be like yeah. you can do it you can do it. it's like yeah. okay she's not a baby you know it's like she's not yeah. a pet you know right. to, to be like
0: you can do it oh come on boop, boop, boop. Yeah. it's like fuck off uh, like, sorry yeah he's taking her pencil like he, whoop like it's like it's it's in, in, infantilizing degrading hmm and misogynistic it's like a like a parfait of hate right. that he is serving up to her and it's just like blech.
1: well it it kind of shows as well like how men i mean they still view women pretty terribly yeah. in modern society but even back then they like Women were not seen as really being capable of being smart. You know what I mean. Right. So like he's like, what? What do you have to think about? And so like kind of like you said, infantilizing and like degrading because he's like, oh, isn't it cute that you think that you can do this, right? Right. But like she is probably much smarter than he is. You know, and like well, and, it's yeah. yeah, it's 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 just this complete gross behavior, but also complete like misjudgment Accurate. of her character. Yeah. You know, right. So yeah, it's and
0: like you you get the impression that Bud sort of looks at as Agnes as kind of like a work in progress Mm -hmm. where it's like, you need to smile because when you're older, someone like me or me is going (laughs) to, is going to want to see a pretty girl smiling and not thinking all that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So then, um, Wilma is basically like, Hey, why don't you go upstairs and I'll be up in a second, which is like, uh, okay. It's also, it also gave me like, side aside from everything that's going on it gave me a um your mom sends your friends home so she can yell at you that kind of that kind of feel where it's like why don't you go upstairs i'll be right up and it's like i'll be right up uh geez i'm in for like a getting yelled at and i just Mm -hmm. hate that very much um so then she's basically like hey stop it he you know again he's very good to us you need to stop being ridiculous she goes upstairs the the captions say like giggling and 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 whatever right. um, and then agnes turns up the radio which is a good and that's the and that's the end of the of the scene uh but it's a good transition into a first uh thing that i'm looking forward to many of them in the future what's that song there's a song playing on the radio and it turns oh. out that someone filled out the imdb for soundtracks and I checked it on uh, Spotify or maybe on TuneFind has the has the link. Anyways, the song mm-hmm. is called My Baby Loves Everybody. And it is featuring Corey Gem or Gemmy. Uh, the artist is the City of Los Angeles All-Stars and Richard Gear, But it is G-E-E-R-E. And I went back and checked to make sure that wasn't a typo. This is not the actor Richard Gear. This is... A different why does it Richard say here? that this
1: is from release 2020 that can't be accurate i want to see if i can find a recording of it because if it actually is from 28 uh or before it would actually be uh
0: here i'll of, send you a link it's on yeah, spotify and,
1: um because if i can if i can like download it
0: somehow uh here, it's coming this should you be, in, in facebook
1: this should be uh, copyright free, so we should we can actually play it's, this one.
0: It's not. It's it's 2014, a taste of the 20s through 50s.
1: Oh, oh, so it's not like an actual old song, right? They wrote something for It's like, it's for like it? they
0: could They didn't use Squirrel Nut Zippers. They used the City of Los Angeles All Stars. Like it's a sound alike, but not an actual
1: vintage damn it okay never mind then uh forget forget i said anything because like that that's that's what i was kind of hoping for because like there's a couple tunes in like the agent carter era Mm -hmm. era that are you know no license necessary kind of thing which i was like kind of hoping for because one of them it's like we were so close to the cutoff which we'll get to eventually but there's a song that they play in agent carter that i really love but it's like it's not going to be uh, open for another 10, 15 years because uh, Disney, funny enough, uh, lobbied to have certain things extended. Right. And so its it stuff got extended. If, it, if they hadn't done that, it would be uh, copyright free right now. But right. of course. <laughs> Thanks. Huh? Um, You're going to pay for it, huh? Avengers Ensemble.
0: So, um, we got some IMDB people to talk about. Um hit me. Young Agnes, Aggie Cully is played by an actress named Ivy George. Okay. Um, she was in a movie I didn't realize existed. Uh Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Um, which, which one I think is, that? is Paranoid Activity Five. I just, I didn't know there was a fifth one. I've saw I've seen one, two, and three. Maybe it's number four. I've seen I've seen one through four. Okay, so it's yeah, it's the fifth one. I definitely checked, and it's in. The so it
1: has to be five.
0: That's a that's a that's a movie series that I would watch really late at night, and it's bad to do because sometimes the thing that's happening is so subtle and minuscule mm-hmm. that if you're falling asleep, it's like ah, I see a silent, motionless room. Well, good night. Like, <laughs> so. Um, she A lot was of also... my
1: sleep issues, I think, maybe started around that time, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it.
0: She was also in Krampus, um, the remake of Twin Peaks, because there's no way she was old enough to be in the original. And, oh, it was like the new season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Rapunzel's Tangled Adventures, which my kids uh, watched the entirety of during this pandemic. It's pretty good. Will McCully is played by Samir Armstrong. Uh, she was on uh, The X-Files. I didn't write how many episodes, but she was on that. She was in 15 episodes of The O.C. She was on Not Another Teen Movie. She was in Arrow and Robot Chicken. Hmm. Um, I think I remember her from Not Another Teen Movie. I knew I remembered her from somewhere. Oh, I wonder if she's the Rachel Lee Cook character. She kind of looks like Rachel Lee Cook. I'll, anyways. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then Uncle Bud, who is Bud Schultz, uh, is played by a character named Chris Mulkey, uh, who was in five episodes of Castle Rock. Uh, He was in The Purge, three episodes of Batman Beyond, and 13 episodes of Twin Peaks. He's been Um, on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, Broxton, Oklahoma, Colin. Yeah. Why that place? Well, or, or sort of is that, um, is, that, is that anything? Not why that place, but uh, whoa, that place, kind of. <laughs> okay, sure. So, Broxton is an unincorporated community in Caddo County, Oklahoma. Um, distance from James, thirteen eighty-five miles, twenty hours a twenty-hour drive. Distance How, from Colin? Oh yeah. Oh good. Seven hundred twenty-eight point eight miles, a ten-hour drive. Oh, damn. Um, now here's where here's where I blow your mind. Okay. Broxton and the surrounding regions have been an important setting of Marvel Comics series Thor since the late 2000s. The Norse, god, the Norse god Thor's home, Asgard, became a floating landmass outside of Broxton. Although the Asgardians were welcomed by the locals in the 2011 miniseries Fear Itself, Odin, resentful of being made the recipient of humans altruism and sensing the return of an ancient enemy, leads his people back to Asgard's former location. The residents we talked of Asgard
1: about fear itself not that long ago in another yeah. episode
0: and uh and uh war of the realms the 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 comic books the journey into mystery comic books that the mcelroy's right. wrote is basically a road trip to broxton interesting so Weird. yeah i but i didn't really i didn't make that connection um the setting of broxton returns in 2020 when thor's hammer mysteriously lands in a farm in broxton um broxton Wait, first like, appeared in the, in the comics what's that in the movie No, 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 in in the comics. comics.
1: Oh, I was like, that's crazy. Like, I don't know how I didn't notice that. Like, that's what? Okay,
0: gotcha. (laughs) The the first appearance of of Broxton in the comics was uh, Thor volume three, number one, uh, which is July 2007. Um, In the real world, uh, the president of America is Woodrow Wilson. The governor of Oklahoma is James B.A. Robertson. Um, And in 1920, Prohibition starts um Uh, also we were um in the midst of i looked this up when we did the uh 1918 episode in 1919 the 19th amendment was drafted and it was ratified in august of 1920 um so we're not i'm not sure when in 1920 this takes place and neither is the mcu it's in the section of 1920 that's like before dates right um because who knows um it looks like maybe it could be like may or june and august was when the 19th amendment which was the women's suffrage amendment uh Mm. was passed um well hey
1: maybe augie's mom is gonna you know yeah you know stand up to bud maybe with the movement i don't know maybe i'm trying to be hopeful about something i don't know maybe because i i do Here's the thing i could be wrong but i don't think we we know we, we see her mom one more time right yeah, and then that's it. We never see her again. After that, part of me is always like, "You were in a bad situation." I just kind of hope that something turned out okay for you. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: You hope. You hope so. You hope for the best. Um, I want to talk about radio for a second in 1920. Sure, it
1: was killed by the radio star eventually, but it was still thriving. Radio the was 20s. killed by the
0: radio star in like a like a time loop sort of situation.
1: No, I meant. Oh shit! Video okay, hang on. Star. I yeah, I definitely. Okay, listen, I'm going to just cut that because I, I butchered the joke that I was trying to make.
0: Well, don't, hey, I'm operating calm, don't let off it like three you. hours of sleep, um, so, you know. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. All right, so the first radio news program was broadcast on August 31st, 1920. Okay. By station 8MK in Detroit, Michigan, which survives today as an all-news format station, WWJ, under the ownership of CBS. The first college radio station began broadcasting on October 14th, 1920. So that is like two months later, a month and a half later uh, from Union College Schenectady, New York, under the personal call letters of Wendell King, an African-American student at that school. So the first college radio station started by an African-American college student in upstate New York. A month and a half after radio radio. Became a, a sort of yeah. a going concern. Like that's pretty cool. I guess you know what radio news program. Yeah, I wonder if there was radio music before I know, that.
1: There definitely was because, like, I think that it used to just be nothing but like music and um and
0: advertisements.
1: Yeah, no, but I was gonna say um they used to do like audio dramas.
0: Right, because right, audio right.
1: dramas date back to like 1905 or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, I, I okay. don't remember the exact day. I used to, here's the thing. I used to teach like a podcast one-on-one thing in schools. Uh, like yeah. I would go to, go around to some schools and I used to talk about audio drama, like for radio. And I obviously like when I have my notes in front of me, I know exactly what year, uh, radio drama.
0: I mean, uh, actually it looks like uh 1916 was the first regular broadcast on nine XM in Wisconsin delivered mm-hmm. in Morse code. Then 1919 was the first clear transmission of human speech. The first regular wireless broadcast for entertainment began in Argentina in 1920. Oh. Yeah. Here's, here's then, something interesting
1: for you. Actually, 1920s is when radio drama uh, officially yeah. hit America. So,
0: yep. uh, 1920,
1: it, it hit November in 2nd, France.
0: 1920, KDKA made America's first commercial broadcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Which was
0: the 34th quadrennial presidential election.
1: Yeah, I'd say in, in the 1880s, like in France and stuff like that, there was some stuff going on, but like, uh, yeah. not here in America. But like, yeah, 1920s is when, so like so right this around this like, time, they're also get, getting ready to start going, hi-ho silver, you know?
0: But like, yeah, I mean, so think about how how ahead, this is like, I don't even know. This is like Aggie making her own Bitcoin or something. Like, this yeah. is cutting well, that's, that's edge. True technology technology she is she's at the i mean like when you think about like you hear about all sorts of like oh took apart the radio and put it back together i'm a genius or whatever mm-hmm. but this is like took apart this brand new thing and put it back together or fixed this new thing and put it back together
1: mm-hmm. absolutely so
0: i would actually say this this takes place probably in fall or late some late summer early fall probably of of 1920 given that there was a radio station receiving radio.
1: Well, wait, uh, sorry, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I misheard something. Didn't you say that music was aired before 1920?
0: I mean, I mean, it was like, I don't mm, think so. First regular broadcasts. I mean, like they were, they were, um, I looked up radio before because you said mm -hmm. that, uh, one of the people on the 1918 boat was a radio operator. Mm hmm. And I was like, wait, what? And so there, I, yeah, radio in like, that case has been around since like the 1900s. Like
1: ham radio, like like communication like a radio. Like radio transmission, yeah. exactly. Not like
0: but little
1: wacky DJs. Right. Uh, I can't think, think of a name off the top of my head. It's the rooster, cock-a-doodle-doo. You know, it's like, yeah, there right. you go.
0: Well, that uh, was, yeah, that wasn't until, right. Yeah, uh, that wasn't
1: until <laughs> we developed personalities in America, right?
0: right. Uh, uh. Um. But so, yeah, like, I mean, I think that probably when was the first music? Hold on. Because it says the first regular broadcasts of Wisconsin State Weather were 1916. Human Speech was 1919. Regular wireless broadcasts for entertainment in 1920. AM broadcasting began around 1920. So whatever she was picking up that was playing music was like either cutting edge or she improved the reception of the radio substantially both of which I would believe given what we know in the future about Agnes Cully <clears throat> anyways I think yeah that is that is all I have for the year 1920 okay hey that's so you've given us, us quite a lot social media yeah yeah and did, did you say cut, broadcast
1: too. some social media is that what you yeah said? yeah okay yeah Well, hello there everyone, if you want to find out more information, be sure to tune in at 11 and 7 when your local news radio gives you all the updates on the horse races, the presidential election... Oh, hang on, my mic is buzzing. I'm going to try that again. Well, hello there everyone, if you would like more information about the Scavengers Network, make sure to tune into your local station at 7 and 11 and on, the fives and on the fives and twos to find out more information about traffic. Uh, You can check us out at TimelineScav on Twitter.com. And wait a minute! What's this breaking information? If you want to follow the Scavengers Network, the network that we're a part of, you can go to ScavengersNet on Twitter or go to ScavengersNetwork.com. And you can find great podcasts on the network, such as Side Character Quest. It's a great little podcast that's D&D one-on-one with one DM and a side character. Every arc is something that you can dive into without any prerequisite knowledge, and it all builds up towards one larger grand scheme campaign. Brought to you bi-weekly from Ty and the Scavengers Network. Also, if you want to find James Anderson, we're gonna turn it over to him. Back in the studio.
0: Hello there, James. Where can people find you? Well, well, Colin, I'm going to open this door and walk in and tell you that you are going to have a much better day if you you follow me on Twitter at unabashedjames, which will make your life better and your feet smell the way you've always wanted them to smell. You can also invest in patreon.com slash the scavengers network, which everyone has been talking about. Don't be the last on your street to invest in Patreon. Two dollars a month gets you a lifetime as long as you pay the two dollars a month subscription to all the bonus content you could ever want this bonus content actually helps puppies do not check that so that is it once again at unabashedjames james patreon.com slash the scavengers network for two dollars a month you get bonus content and oh hold on there's a wolf howling in the background i'm gonna take my car and drive it over to the ice cream shop hey you want some ice cream See you later!
1: And as always, before we say goodbye, we also want to give a quick shout-out and thank you to our sponsor, Ovaltine! Drink your Ovaltine! And thank you so much for joining us here on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. As always, I'm your DJ and one of your hosts, Colin M. Parker.
0: Thunk! I'm your axe-wielding co-host, James Anderson. Excelsior! Oh no! A flock of birds. Birds. birds oh, kakar birds, birds, kakar! Birds, 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 oh my! Birds, <laughs> birds, birds.
1: <laughs> the infamous Foley sound for birds.
0: Birds. 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 That's birds. That's where Pokemon get their sound.
1: Like we're coming to you live from underneath the ocean in a submarine that oh wait a minute, what's that creaking noise? Oh God we've sprung a leak well quick before we go I just want to say a thing to me. that right
0: that was very good
1: i like i, I like stop. doing stuff like yeah, oh yeah I'll, I'll stop hello and welcome to fmk all day i'm aaron and i'm elizabeth and on this show we play no holds barred f*** <laughs> mary kill <laughs> yes it's true only we don't bleep out the bad words no regrets each episode is under 15 minutes and you can find us on the scavengers network and wherever you like to get your podcast.